What up, what up? Wow. This is Chris Asbrock from the Chris Asbrock Show and Impact Sports Cincinnati. Wow. I, I cannot believe this. This is, once again, another episode of um, Bengals uh, post-game reaction. Um, wow. Bengals coming off a massive 37-36 victory over the Atlanta Falcons at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, this was... A game that I did not expect the Bengals to win. Um, you know, looking at it right now, the Bengals, you know, the, the victory, um, you know, improves the Bengals' record to 3-1 on the season, while Atlanta falls to 1-3 on the season. This was a game I did not see coming. I, I truly didn't. I figured the Bengals would be 3-1 at this point. Um, however, I figured the, the, the one loss would be tonight or today, and then they would have knocked off Carolina. Obviously, that was not the case. Got to give the Bengals a ton of credit for you know for their performance today offensively, defensively, not so much. I'm going to get into that here in a little bit. Uh, just an incredible, an incredible you know roller coaster of emotions for this game. Uh, the Bengals, you know, really, you know, when you're facing the Atlanta Falcons, you have to expect you're going to be involved in a shootout, and that's that's pretty much what happened here today. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, he's gonna he's gonna put up the numbers offensively, and. and when you look at it, it's, you know, this was something that you, you figured if the Bengals could survive, you know, at least go two and two at the very, very, very least without Vontaze Perfect. And obviously with a couple of the injuries that we've had, you know, you have to be pretty happy about that. And, you know, going into it again, I, I didn't think I, I didn't feel really comfortable, um, you know, Picking the Bengals to win this game here today, I, I truly felt that they would. Uh, I, I felt that they would come off, you know, and, and just be just short uh, without, you know, Billy Price, without uh, Joe Mixon in this game today, without Vontez Burfecht, obviously due to suspension, um, and obviously missing a couple other guys. You know, you, you look, you know, you look at the guys who were inactive today. Um, you know, Auden Tate, Joe Mixon, Thomas Rawls, who we signed, who has not played a single down. Um, Billy Price, Cedric Abuehi, Mason Shrek, and then um, Adolphus Washington, who the Bengals signed uh, this past week from the Dallas Cowboys practice squad. Big shout out to Adolphus Washington. Welcome home. Um, he's a local kid, played at Taft High School, was an absolute stud here. Ended up going uh, just up 71 to play for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, he was a big, you know, I think personally a big addition. I think he's going to be somebody who's going to be uh, I think he's going to be a big part. You know, he's filling in. He was basically signed for um, the injury um, to. Um, I'm having a brain cramp here. Um, a Michigan defensive lineman. I can't. I'm. 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 I'm so out of it right now. I'm so pumped. I will get back to you on that one. But you know, he he was signed as an injury replacement. So I think he's going to add a lot. You know, coming up. But when you're missing a good amount of talent like the Bengals had. You kind of, you know, you, you don't really know exactly which way to go here. And, and especially against the Atlanta Falcons, who, let's put it this way, you know, the Falcons are one hell of an offensive team. Ryan Glasgow, thank you, Nick. Bam, I knew you'd come back. I knew you'd cover for me here. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Nick Semino, saving my life once again here on this one. Um, tip the cap to you, kid. Well done. Um, but, you know, again, you know, that's one thing Nick and I had talked about. We didn't feel confident. We felt confident last week against the against the Carolina Panthers. We, we were completely 
we had them overmatched and we felt obviously we saw how that went. It did not go well. You know, the Bengals did not play a good game, did suffer a lot of injuries. This game, you know, we felt it wasn't going to go our way. Hot damn, got to give a ton of credit to the Cincinnati Bengals and their offense the way they played. You know, they they came out and, you know, they, they played a hell of a game. Um, 99 yards on the ground here today, um, 337 yards through the air. Andy Dalton, like him or not, Played fantastic football today. Uh, he was 29 of 41 for 337 yards. He was sacked three times for 29 yards, but he did have three touchdowns. Um, and the longest uh, pass was a 39-yard pass. Uh, he did have an interception, but he had a total quarterback rating of 109.5. So, you know, Andy Dalton, who, you know, outside of last week's game where he had the four picks, I, I mean... Andy Dalton has played fantastic football so far this season. And, you know, this team has played, you know, just great so far. I mean, offensively. Like, you know, just it, it's just – this is the kind of offense that we were expecting, at least me personally, I expected to have all season. I figured they had a ton of weapons that they were going to be high-flying, uh, putting up a lot of points – and putting up a lot of yards. And that's what happened. And, you know, Tyler Boyd, uh, he was targeted 15 times, had 11 receptions for 100 yards even, averaging 9.1 receptions. He did a great job. He was basically undercutting a lot of the routes. And, you know, he was the guy underneath. And, you know, he ended up with, you know, 11 receptions for, you know, triple digits. Um, A.J. Green targeted eight times. He had four receptions for 78 yards. He averaged 19.5 yards, um, you know, uh, through the air, and he had the touchdown with seven seconds left, which was incredible. A.J. Green, all you can say is, wow. I mean, the guy is, hes he will continuously be one of the best in the league, and, you know, plain and simple, A.J. Green is A.J. Green. Um, Tyler Eifert, uh, he was targeted four times. He had four receptions for the 38 yards. He did have the touchdown, and the his longest was 15 yards, but he obviously went down with the injury, which I'll, I'll touch on here in a minute. Gio was great out of the backfield. You know, a lot of the screenplays, he was uh, targeted four times as well. He brought down four receptions uh, for 27 yards. Uh, John Ross, he was a guy that, you know, I jumped his ass last week uh, for, you know, a couple of the plays that he, you know. But you know what? Guy came back and, you know, he might have blown out a groin, you know, right at the end of the, of the, of the half. But, you know. I got to tip the cap to him. You know, a great, great job for him. He was uh, two of two, uh, targeted twice. He did have the two receptions. Andy Dalton, who stated he had to, he had the confidence in John Ross. Um, obviously, Ocho Cinco um, talked to the team and basically said, you know, he he had the confidence in in in, in John Ross and. This was a big game for him. He did only have the two receptions, but he did have the 39-yard touchdown uh, reception there, where he blew by his guy. Um, he had 52 yards uh, receiving, and this was a huge game for him to bounce back and make a play, especially after the hell he was, you know, put through, and the hell that he must have felt in in Carolina last week. So, uh, just a great job, you know. And then Mark Walton, uh, he contributed with a uh, 20, you know, with a 24-yard um, play out of the backfield. You know, Alex Erickson, C.J. Uzama, and Tyler Croft all had, you know, all had balls thrown to him. Croft was the uh, the interception where, you know, I felt that, you know, he could have made the play on. But, you know, 
just uh, just a great game offensively by the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, on the ground, like I said, you know they they ninety nine yards through the you know on the ground through twenty three runs, uh, fifteen yards for sixteen or fifteen rushes for sixty nine yards for Geo. Uh, he averaged um, 4.6 yards on the ground. His longest was 14. He did have two touchdowns on the ground. So a great game for uh, for Gio, who does a great job filling in. You know, as the he's not a number one back personally, in my opinion, but he's a number one back for a couple weeks if he has to fill in. And with Joe Mixon coming back next week, uh, great job by Gio. Gio is just a you know he's just been a, a fantastic asset for this team. Uh, you, you just you you can't you can't help but be excited for a guy like Gio Bernard, and he's you know he continues to uh, to produce. Uh, Andy Dalton uh, he did have two rushes for 13 yards. You know one of them was 11 yard rush, which which was a big one uh, that he had. Uh, Mark Walton you know he had nine yards on the ground. Alex Erickson did have one uh, one rush for the eight yards. So uh, just an overall just a great a great game offensively by the Cincinnati Bengals. They just they continued to, you know, to make plays. Uh, you know, uh, special teams was big. You know, Alex Erickson had the one punt return for 13 yards, uh, but his, you know, his biggest contribution was the uh, he only did have two chances to return a um, to return a punt or return a kickoff, and he did one of those for 47 yards, which was, I mean, fantastic. I mean, if you look at, you know, Alex Erickson had two returns for 82 yards, so, you know. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a day for a uh, for a kick returner uh, without scoring a touchdown. So Alex Erickson did a great job. I mean the Cincinnati Bengals again. You know they they got the job done offensively. Um, on the flip side, the Falcons. Uh, you know again Matt Ryan twenty nine of thirty nine for four hundred nineteen yards. He was sacked three times. Bengals were able to get to him. You know again three times, but he did lose uh, sixteen yards. He did throw the the three touchdowns. He didn't have a pick. Uh, his longest was 49 yards. Uh, that was to Julio Jones. Uh, that was right at the end of the game. Um, Julio, you know what you're going to get for you know when you're facing the the offense, at least the the passing attack of of the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and and Mohamed Sanu are going to they're going to make your life um, hell for any any secondary any defense. It's just how it is. Uh, Julio Jones was targeted 12 times, brought in nine of those uh, receptions for 173 yards. He averaged 19.2 um, through the air, uh, with his longest being a 49-yard uh, play, which, like I said, was right at the end of the game. Uh, Mohamed Sanu targeted nine times. He brought in six for 111 yards. Um, he didn't have a touchdown. Calvin Ridley was the guy who, you know, if you think that you're going to um, hold off Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu for no touchdowns, you know, you you expect you know a, a pretty good game, which is obviously what the Bengals did have. You know, coming away with the W. But Calvin really only had 54 yards receiving, but he did have two touchdowns. Uh, he was you know he was dangerous through the air. And Calvin really, this is one thing uh, Nick and I had had you know we did talk about was you know how the Bengals were going to approach you know facing the you know the passing attack of the. You know of the Falcons. You know which which corner is going to cover. You know which receiver and how and how that was all going to play out. Drake Kirkpatrick, I, I will continue to say it. He's a serviceable cornerback in the NFL. He does have weaknesses, and you can exploit them. And that's what every single team continues to do is exploit those weaknesses. It's up to him to you know turn it around and 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 
and, and work on that and, and fix that to where it's not that big of a of a weakness or that big of a liability to a defense. When I, you know, when you look at it here, um, the Bengals uh, end up with 30 first downs total. I'm looking here at the um, at the game book, uh, 30 first downs. Uh, six on the ground and 20 uh, via the air, and they did have four touch or four first downs via penalty. So that was huge for the Bengals there. Um, again, looking at it, the biggest thing I'm, I'm going to continue to complain about up and down until this gets fixed is getting off the field on third down. Atlanta was 11 of 15. That's 75% on third down. So again, your defense is out there being being stretched thin just simply because they're out there on the field a long time because they cannot get off the field on third down. Um, I, I, you know, a couple of plays that I, you know, I can remember was the, the pass to, uh, to Paulson, the tight end on a third and 11 and they just dump it off and he, he makes the play. That kind of stuff cannot happen. And, um, it's, it's tough, you know, to really be, to be high on this defense, which, you know, a lot of us, you know, were, but granted they are, they're playing without, you know, they're playing without Vontaze Burford too. like him or not. I know a lot of fans around the lake hate him. A lot of fans here in Cincinnati love him. Almost all of us love him here in Cincinnati just because of what he does bring to this defense. It's a def it's a different defense when, when he's on the field. So you can definitely tell there has been a difference and this defense hasn't been that good. Uh, the you know throughout the first four weeks they've 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 struggled they just haven't get on you know they haven't been able to get off the field on third down which is absolutely maddening to me. Got to make a play. Got to rise up, make a play, and get off the field on third down. Um, the Bengals did hold the you know hold the Falcons offense to the one uh, the one fourth down conversion where they did not get, and the Bengals went right down the field and scored to really give them the advantage. You know on the on the score sheet and the you know and the way the the drives were playing out, the Bengals on the flip side were two for two, and that was all on the last drive of the game, to where they were able to get it done. Uh, you know, 407 net yards against this against this Falcons defense, which is not very good. Uh, granted, they were able to get it you know get it going. Both teams ran um, you know Bengals ran 67 plays, and the uh, the Falcons ran or ran 66 total plays. So. They averaged 7.5 yards a play, while the Bengals only averaged 6.1 yards. But still, you know, Bengals finally got back on track on, you know, holding, you know, the offense, you know, the rushing attack. Uh, they only held Atlanta to 92 yards on the ground. So that's a huge, you know, turnaround from getting completely torched last week by Carolina. They were able to, uh, you know, hold, you know, hold Atlanta, you know, relatively at bay, you know, for the you know, at least in the second half, the first half, you know, you could tell like Nick and I, you know, were talking about, they were, you could definitely tell that the Falcons had, you know, read the scouting report and they, they watched what, what Carolina did to us because they were really going with uh, Tevin Coleman to, you know, really attack the Bengals defense on the ground. And they, and they did a good job of that. Um, but overall, you know, 99, uh, yards on the ground for the Bengals compared to 92 for the Falcons. You know, Bengals averaged 4.3, and then you know Atlanta averaged 3.8. So again, it was a a big game uh, for the Bengals. You know, penalty wise, they were only penalized six times for it was only 55 yards. So again, able to even though you weren't getting off the field on third downs, you weren't giving up a lot of 
first downs via penalty. So and that right there can really be demoralizing giving up a first down, you know, when you know when you're flagged. They only give up the one. So that's a huge a huge turnaround there for the Bengals, you know, even though they do have to they've got to shore up the the, the third down defense. Um, obviously 73% is not gonna it's not gonna get it done. Uh, but overall, you know, the Falcons were penalized 10 times for 95 yards. So that right there is huge. Um, you know, the Bengals had, you know, the five touchdowns, you know, two on the ground and three through the air. Well, you know, again, it was it was uh, one on the ground for the Falcons and three through the air uh, with Matt Ryan. But, you know, red zone efficiency, you know, Bengals four or five. You know, they were, you know, they were able to get it done in, in a couple of these big plays here, which is, you know, which is huge. You know, when when the time of possession, um, you know, when it's when that stat is relatively even, even uh, you know, the Bengals had, you know, just over half an hour while, you know, Atlanta had it just under half an hour. So it was 30 minutes and 38 seconds compared to 29 minutes and 22 seconds. It comes down to basically how you, you know, how your drives play out, and if you look at here in the in the for the Bengals, uh, they were you know four for four on the first you know their first four drives of the half, and then the first drive of the second half is where I really kind of felt that the tide was starting to turn, and that was the the horrific injury to to Tyler Eifert and that ankle. Uh, just uh, my heart goes out to him. You know Tyler Eifert, obviously he's been injured a lot here in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, just a, a bad play. And then it it definitely snowballed after that. You know, once Eifert went down, it was, it just, it like I said, it seemed to go south because then the next play, Andy Dalton was sacked and then you had the block punt. But Bengals did a hell of a job defensively and rose up and only held Atlanta to, to three points. If Atlanta gets a touchdown here, you know, after, you know, on that play or after that play, I think it's a whole different ballgame. I think it's a big loss for the Cincinnati Bengals, and they drop the two and two. Instead, they get in position. You get some, you get a little bit of hype, and then you continue to roll with that. You know, so after the, you know, the Bengals in the third in the third quarter had no drives that resulted in points, which is obviously not what you want. So in your first four drives of the sec of the second half, you only get three points compared to. You know the, you know the Falcons who get uh, looks like uh, looks like thirteen points in the you know off of off of drives in the second half on their four on their four drives in the second half they were able to get at least thirteen points there. Um, the Bengals, like I said, the block punt and then you know it, it ends on downs. Um, then they were forced to punt and then they throw the interception. So after the third quarter. Things aren't looking real positive for the Cincinnati Bengals here when it's just kind of, you know, okay, well, we had a good run. How are we going to be able to, to turn around? Well, you get a field goal. You you bring it within, uh, was it four? You bring it within four points. And then right after that, you know, you, you go for it and, you know, you get that touchdown on that on that 16-play uh, drive that goes 85 yards and takes up, uh, four minutes and eight seconds. So the Bengals, you know, their drives in the first half, uh, three minutes and four seconds, three minutes and 29 seconds. That was their two touchdown drives in the first quarter. The second quarter, two minutes and 52 seconds, and then two minutes and 11 seconds the Bengals scored touchdown drives on in that second quarter. 
And then after that, they didn't really, they didn't kill any time off the clock until it was the fourth quarter. You know, they had the the one drive like I had stated, the first drive, which went a minute and 52. Uh, then three minutes and 42 uh, seconds after, you know, they gave up a, a field goal to to start off that half. But then, you know, then you, you know, you're forced to punt after a three minute and 14 second drive. But then to start the fourth quarter, you know, the Bengals go six minutes and six seconds and then get a field goal. That's an 11 play, um, 39 yard, you know, 39 yard drive. Granted, like I said, you're not getting a lot of yards, but you're killing time off the clock and then you get points that, you know, your drive ends in points, which is obviously what any drive that you want has to end in a kickoff. Obviously, you do not want it to end in a turnover. Bengals were able to have it end in, in, in a kickoff with the with the field goal. Um, then the Bengals, you know, right after that, they go the 16 play, you know, 85 yard drive after, you know, after, that was just a huge, huge drive for the Cincinnati Bengals to to get everything right back into it, and you know, then you're really forced to to hold Atlanta to you know to drive what you know. I don't know how with what seventy seven yards to uh to get the pay dirt to to win the game. You're forcing them to, you know, to really drive seventy seven yards in only seven seconds because they would not have been able to kick a field goal to to beat uh to beat the Bengals there in this one. So uh with that being the case, you know, the Bengals were able to to get it done. You know, they scored points on um six of their nine drives, which is you know that's you can't ask for much more than that from the you know from your from your offense compared to you know you're giving up uh the Bengals were you know they defensively you know they faced you know looks like 10 drives and you know out of those 10 drives one two three four five six seven of those drives were ended in points for the Falcons. Granted, the Bengals did a good job of putting up seven points while they were giving up three. So you're going to win a lot of games when that ratio is is in favor of, of your team. So, um, again, overall, the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, they did a, you know, they did a great job of, 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 of making plays when it, when, you know, when it counted. And uh, Nick Vigil, uh, defensively, once again, he's one of the best, best tacklers on this team. Nick Vigil with eight tackles, uh, Jesse Bates with seven, uh, Preston Brown with four, and Darquez Denard with five. They were the leaders on on um, on defense for the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and Gino, um, he did have five, but he ended up with a big sack on uh, on Matt Ryan as well. This team again continues to to make plays, and um, granted, they do get torched a little bit defensively. That's going to change, obviously, this week with with Vontez Burford coming back. So that will be another, you know, massive addition for the Cincinnati Bengals when they, you know, you know when they when they bring back their uh, their basically defensive captain here and, and Vontez Burford. So um, just a massive game here uh, for the Bengals. You know, you can't you just you you can't help but be. I'd be pretty jacked up for this team coming away with a victory like that, um, especially in a game to where you know starting off the game, like I said, you're you're you know when you're winning at the half when it's you know twenty twenty eight twenty four at the half, you're thinking okay, you know we we might have this, and then you see the injury to Tyler Eifert, and then it's kind of like well, ugh, how are we how are we gonna pull this off? 
and then Atlanta takes the lead, and then you know again that just that roller coaster of emotions. Uh, it made it tough, but the Bengals, you know, they were able to stay strong and and got to give credit to this team. They don't give up. They really don't. This is a different, different, different team uh, than in years past. It definitely seems that way. This team does not give up. Uh, they they fight, you know, until the end. And I got to give them a hell of a lot of credit because, you know, they're they're three and one here. When, like I said, personally, I felt that they were going to be three and one at this point anyway. I just obviously I didn't see I didn't foresee them winning this game though. But um, just a great job, Marvin Lewis and his staff. Uh, you know, for for getting the job done here, starting with three and one once again. Uh, Andy Dalton again continues to show why I think he's one of the the better quarterbacks in the league. I'm not saying he's elite, and I'm not saying he's average. I think he's just above average. He's definitely above average, and he's just below elite uh, in my personal opinion. So um, you can call me an idiot. I don't care. I just think you know the guy gets the job done, and that's what he did once again today. Um, but uh, getting a hell of a job with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now they come back to face a three and one Dolphins team, who I think are. Uh, the Dolphins, I don't think, are as good as their record shows. And I think the Bengals are going to come out and, and, and play very well um, this coming Sunday. So uh, just, again, a huge a huge victory for the Cincinnati Bengals. They improved to 3-1 in the season. So, uh, again, that was a lot of fun. Uh, again, that roller coaster of emotions was, was definitely interesting. But it, was, uh, it definitely worked out in the end. Uh, wow. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So... Uh, again, thank you guys so much for for checking me out. Make sure you pass out um, pass out the information uh, about this uh, this show here to everyone. I would love to have more viewers. I'd love to have more interaction. As always, thank you guys so much for your support. Make sure you check me out on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock. Uh, check out the website at feeltheimpactsports.com. and you can also check out my podcast at Anchor uh, Anchor FM. Where is it? Anchor.com/slash/fm. Uh, it's uh, Chris Asmark. Just make sure you check out Anchor and then just uh, type in my name and you'll see uh, my show. Uh, I try to put a lot of stuff out there. I'll definitely be touching on some FC Cincinnati coming up here, um, you know, relatively soon, probably tomorrow. Uh, but overall, thank you guys as always for your support. And uh, let's uh, let's get another victory here to move to 4-1 and on the season next week. Uh, thank you guys as always and have yourselves a fantastic rest of your Sunday. Take care. Bye.